Hey, what's up everybody? I'm Katie Katie J, and I've been living and working on the road since 2015. Diary of a Digital Nomad is just what it sounds like. We're talking the good, the bad, and the vulnerable to start conversations that create genuine connections no matter where you are in the world or where you're headed. Shit's about to get real. You ready? Hey, welcome back to another entry of Diary of a Digital Nomad. Um, the recording for travel disasters ended up being a lot longer than I thought that it would be. So I broke it up into two parts. Make sure you go back and listen to part one last week. You don't have to have listened to that for this episode, but you know, it's good. So you should do it anyway. And let's just dive right into part two. Bed bugs or other small pleasures. How to avoid. Reviews. Read reviews. Always read reviews before you book an accommodation or use a friendly travel agent. I happen to know one of those if you need a hookup. Wink, wink, that's me. Uh, but yes, make sure to read reviews. If there's any mention of bed bugs in the last like three to six months, I mean, in general, ever, but you know, it's not really their fault. Uh, but if there's a mention of bed bugs in the last three to six months, then steer clear. Do once over on sheets and mattresses when you get anywhere. Red dots on mattresses could be the blood from the bites and any black dots on sheets could be bed bug poop. I don't want to like freak people out. This is, it's pretty common in Southeast Asia, uh, in other parts of the world, you know, not necessarily. Um, but yeah, just make sure you read reviews. How to deal. Make sure that you let your accommodation know. This is extremely, extremely important. Like how livid would you be if somebody staying in your place didn't tell the accommodation about it, you know? Um, they need to know so they can take care of everything and so other travelers know so they can take precautions. Uh, wash everything that you can in the, on a hot cycle and dry it on a hot cycle too. Iron your clothes. If possible, seal them in an airtight garbage bag and leave them sitting out in the hot sun all day. Uh, then wash again and do it on hot. But definitely be careful because the hot water can cause shrinkage and color leakage and all that stuff. Um, so make sure that you're separating appropriately. You're going to feel frustrated and dirty and self-conscious and like they're always crawling on you. You know, any prickle of the skin or, or light breeze or hair falling is going to send you into a giant fit of paranoia. Uh, but you got this. Keep at it and they will die. Get anti-itch cream and essential oils to help with the bites and with the scratching. If you've got lice or other similar small motherfuckers, take similar advice in talking to your combination and washing your clothes and getting products to help eradicate them, like creams or shampoos and stuff. How to look on the bright side. Congrats, you have earned yourself another traveler badge of honor. <laughs> just think of it this way, it's better to get them on the road where it's just your body and your luggage instead of your entire house. Lost or stolen valuables, how to avoid. So I'm not really going to tell you anything new or groundbreaking here. You know, we all do our best, but pickpockets are really, really good. Uh, there are a few things that you can at least control though. So keep your backpack on your front whenever you're in crowds. Keep things always in zipped places. So this is like coat pockets, pant pockets, purses, nowhere that somebody can simply like reach in and grab it. So like fanny packs and stuff, make sure that that's zipped tight. Um, never put it in like your back jeans pocket or anything like that. Um, yeah, it should always be zipped. 
In some places, you've even got to make sure that your car windows are rolled up. Uh, motorbikes will swipe them when you're stopped or have even been known to hold people up when they're stopped. Always keep things within your eyeline as well. Um, so never leave things just sitting out. I'm guilty of, of that a lot at tables and like restaurants and stuff if I want to take pictures of my food or of the restaurant or of like the night in general I just kind of like leave it out sometimes and yeah that's not a good idea uh, at same with like your purse instead of like dangling it on the back of your of your chair or even having it like where someone can just like grab it from the table and like run away um, just have it somewhere where you can see it and that it can't be easily grabbed and walked off with have multiple cards whether that's one debit and one credit, or if you've got multiple, keep them in different places. Um, so if one gets stolen, then you still have a way to access money. Also, besides when you're actually traveling, keep your passport at your accommodation. If it's at a hostel, lock it up. I would generally not advise you to stay somewhere that doesn't have locks in the hostel. Um, you can also talk to the front desk about being able to, to keep it for you but also just make sure the front desk is secure. For me personally, keeping it at home is way safer than taking it out into the world because I just love losing important stuff. When you're traveling by bus, make sure to keep your valuables really close to you. On buses, people can reach underneath the seat from behind if you store something below. And I've also gotten stuff stolen from the top as well, where they're just walking through the bus, they just take it. At, they get off at a different stop than you and you don't even notice so for long bus rides and stuff where you're having to like fall asleep I have like a big bag that I carry with me on buses and so if it's not directly on my lap I put it at my feet and I make sure to wrap like my foot and ankle intertwined in the bag handles so I'm very aware if somebody were to be like rummaging through there how to deal if your passport is stolen, the first thing you wanna do is to make sure to report it to the local authorities and to your government as well so you're not at risk of identity theft. So always have one or two photocopies and keep those in different places. Um, take pictures on your phone, but I also like to email myself and have it somewhere where I can access if my phone is, is stolen at the same time so I can, I can still get it. Um, you know, never put all your eggs in one basket. Your embassy can issue an emergency passport, but you'll have to get in touch with them. So set up an appointment, go to their website, look for all the information, all the paperwork you have to have. Um, you usually have to take your photos ahead of time or always have to take your photos ahead of time. So just make sure you show up prepared. Talk to local authorities or travel groups, etc., cetera, um, on your options if you have to travel long distances because there isn't like an embassy or a consulate in the place where you are. For your phone, um, you know, these days our whole lives are on our phone. When I had mine stolen, I didn't even have an alarm to wake up to. Just in general, make sure that your stuff is synced to the cloud so you're not losing your photos and stuff like that. Um, most of your apps and everything, you'll, you'll be able to get back. Getting a new phone is just going to depend on your situation and what's right for you. Uh, so whether you need a phone for the short term, wait till you get home and get like a cheap one for now or go all in and just get a new phone wherever you are. Take into consideration the prices and the taxes. And I've had problems before. I bought a Google Pixel in the UK and it broke 
and I tried to get it fixed in the United States and they told me that I had to go to the UK for that. So that was an infuriating surprise. Um, iPhones are not like that, I've been told, which is one of the reasons why I switched back to an iPhone. But yeah, so that's like a very personal decision. How to look on the bright side. There's not a ton of positive that you can take away from this. It's, it's, it sucks. Um, but you've got to hope that the person who stole from you used that money to do something really important like feed their family um, or something like that. Scams. How to avoid. As a travel veteran, I get especially upset when I get scammed because I feel like I should know better. Um, but again, a lot of these things, they're just so good. The best thing you can do is to read up about the different scams before you go somewhere. A lot of times it's by country, they're really common ones. And you can find a lot of information about that from fellow travelers. Uh, like taxis, for instance, make sure that a taxi is always metered. If you're dealing with currencies that have a ton of zeros, a lot of people take advantage of the fact that you're unfamiliar with dealing with such high numbers. And so when they give you the change back or they ask you for like prices and stuff, they'll they'll like add on or subtract a zero. So they'll confuse you with like adding zeros and taking away zeros and stuff. Um, so I know sometimes it's hard to think fast like that, but just really pay attention to the bills that you're using to pay with and don't let them gaslight you into thinking that you paid with a different bill because they will try to do that. Hey fellow digital nomad, are you tired of spending hours searching for the perfect combination and activities in a new city? I've got you covered. Imagine having a personalized list of accommodation options, must-see sites, and recommendations for your next destination, all based on your unique travel style. As a travel agent and longtime nomad, my tailored research services free up your precious time so you can focus on making memories and not searching online. Discover how I can elevate your nomadic journey by heading to roamingrootscollective.com forward slash services to schedule a free discovery call and start planning your next adventure together. How to deal. When you get aggressive, they get aggressive. So try to just remain calm. If you're not in any danger, then just consider it a donation. Most of the time, it's it's not worth the amount of money that you're losing. A good thing you can do if it's with like a taxi company or somewhere where they are represented, you can tell them that you'll be writing a review about them and that will change their tune immediately. Obviously not everybody's on TripAdvisor and it's just somebody from the street, but for taxis and stuff, especially if they've got an official number or a specific company, stores, etc., um, then that should be really helpful. How to look on the bright side. Again, this is just, it's, it's really frustrating, but you just have to know that that's their livelihood and um, it generally happens in countries where they make a lot less money than you. So just brush it off and try not to let it affect the rest of your trip uh, because I've just like gotten really upset about it and it's totally affected like days of, of my trip and it just like doesn't need to. So we didn't cover anything super serious, you know, lost luggage, food poisoning, if you miss your flight, you've got bed bugs and things stolen from you and scams and stuff, which are all pretty common travel tales, but nothing life-threatening, dangerous, anything like that. Um, Make sure you do your research on political environments and other relevant safety factors before you go because things can change. And I mean that for both ways. A place that was once safe can have current things going on now. 
and you might have ideas of countries in your head like Colombia or Bosnia that they're like dangerous countries and they no longer are. So keep an open mind, use common sense, and always, 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 always use travel insurance. So this is important because, I mean, it helps you out. It provides coverage for some like lost luggage, missed flights, all that good stuff. Um, a lot of times stolen things as well. Hopefully none of that happens. Um, but what's really important is if anything really serious were to happen, um, it's not putting any strain on the local economy to help cover those costs. So that's really important in being a responsible traveler as well, that things like that will be covered. So this wasn't meant to stress anybody out or freak anybody out, but you do have to take precautions. You're in environments that you're unfamiliar with, a lot of times with languages that you're not familiar with, and it is good to just be on alert. So, you know, remain open to possibilities and experience, but listen to your gut and try to strike a balance between smart and adventurous. And as you know by now that I like to end all of these with a question, I'd like to know about any scams that you've encountered that you know of um, would be good to get like a running list going. So make sure to, if you're on Spotify, leave it below or shoot me a DM on Instagram at Roaming Roots Collective. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If this resonated with you, make sure to share it with your other travel buddies and please take a few seconds to give a five-star rating and review. It really helps me reach even more awesome nomads and travelers like you. See you next week.